If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. How are you guys doing? Welcome to the episode that's sponsored by Factor Meals. Now, I'm going to tell you guys, I, I always throw stuff up in the background just because I've gotten trouble for having NFL stuff on, which makes a little bit of sense. And then I get trouble for having explosions on. So I decided we're just always going to fly around in beautiful areas of the world. And today is going to be Thailand. So if you're watching this and you guys are looking, this is where this is at. Somewhere in Thailand. Mm. Wow, look at that. Mm. See, that would be kind of cool to see. We should go there. Now, to shoot the podcast, like on top of that mountain. <laughs> that's where we should go. <laughs> the thing is, is like I, I think about looking at this, but then I, I, I worry about the food. It's kind of like when you go to Mexico and like it looks pretty, but then you're like, oh, now I got to kind of worry about if I'm going to die or not from dysentery or whatever. But God. this is, uh, wow, this doesn't look like what I thought Thailand would look like. It kind of looks like Hawaii a little bit. You ever been to Hawaii? Yeah, I've been to Hawaii. Yeah. Kind of looks like. It. Anyway, hey, uh, there's a lot going on inside of the world today. Uh, apparently, Zelensky's coming to the United States. We're going to be giving him more money, and that's apparently going to end world peace. So, <laughs> the world's going to fall apart. It's so going to fall apart right now. We're just going to keep giving money away. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, yeah. I don't know how much though, because all it says is significant. I heard. Uh, I heard, heard it was somewhere in the neighborhood of twenty billion dollars. Twenty. Oh. Somewhere in the neighborhood of twenty billion. So, pretty significant chunk of change that goes into that. Now, interesting enough, in that article that's up there that I, I tossed your way about it, uh, where it talks about Zelensky coming. Yeah. Yeah, they actually say inside this article from billion. the Associated Press that the U.S. actually isn't really ponying up. And how do you want to say, like, in relation to our GDP? There's a lot more countries in the EU that are giving more than the United States has given. In relation to the GDP. Okay, well. I, Although we do have a pretty I, massive GDP. Yeah. So. <laughs> okay, we are, uh, so how many of those countries equivalent to just our GDP combined? A lot. Okay, so. You'd have yeah, to combine a lot. Yeah. yeah. So it's not really not really that. I did see someone, you ever see that, that video of, of Zelensky doing that like shake? He's wearing like the bodysuit. Please tell me you've seen it. You why, haven't seen it. Why does that exist? <laughs> Please, some of, some of, you haven't seen this. I'm gonna go. No. I'm gonna go find it. You haven't seen this video. No, I don't really. Okay, you're about to. You're about to like this. This is a real thing. Yeah, this is great. Zelensky's bodysuit video. Um, she, dancing in heels. You ever, you ever seen this? What? You haven't seen this? Is this from his acting days? Yeah, you haven't seen it. Oh this? God, no. Are you excited? I don't know about excited. I'm, Oh, Jesus. Oh, you're kidding. Yeah, you've seen this. No, but this I is haven't. actually not the one I was thinking about. No, I have not. Is he in heels? Grabbing <laughs> another dude's butt? <laughs> sort of, this is, I wonder how much this has been shown. You haven't really seen this, really? How many views does this have? Quite quite a bit. This is... Uh, this is. What the hell, man? What is he doing? Well, no wonder why they like Russia's throwing out gay propaganda <laughs> and all that crap. Like that's ridiculous. You haven't seen this. Mm-mm. Little strange, yeah. Little strange. I don't really, I don't really know what it was for. But look, man, it's art. You don't it, understand it because it's art. That's anyway. That's, you just it's art. 
you just don't understand it. How many that views? That one only has a that one actually is under art. Look, TikTok art. Boom. That's actually what it was under. Wow, you hit that on the head. Boom. I don't understand it because of that. Okay. Well, yeah. it doesn't really matter. But he's gonna be uh fighting I guess uh the endless invasion of his country. But he's asking for more money. And now we're gonna be to give him twenty four billion dollars in security and humanitarian aid is gonna be going over to Ukraine. And I don't know how many more times that we're gonna be able to do this before it really just I I, I don't know. The American people cannot be too excited about this once again. But they no. have other leaders in the chamber would like to combine the Ukraine aid with other priorities, such as short-term spending bill that would likely be needed to avoid a shutdown at the end of September. Yeah, this so, is also the other thing. Uh, Why are we always combining this stuff to, to avoid here's the, a shutdown? Because here's the problem. There's a lot of people in our government that don't want to approve more spending for Ukraine. And so in order to get it passed, they're going to basically piggyback on something that needs to get passed in order to get it passed. That way, people will vote for it so it doesn't get shut down. It doesn't... <laughs> so that's... I mean, that's how a lot of stuff in our government's actually done. And I don't agree with it. I hate it. The name the name that's on the bill ought to be what's in the bill and what's in the bill alone. And that's where this country's spending has gotten out of control is we started attaching things to bills that have nothing to do with it just to get the support of everybody else in order to get the bill passed. Well, I, it says we've already approved four rounds of aid to Ukraine's sponsor Russia's visa. $113 billion just far. That's what we're sitting as $113 billion. So another 24 I get Man, that's actually quite a bit if you think about it. That's, that's, that's a lot, dude. That's actually roughly 20-ish percent of what we've already sent. That's a lot. That is, I think that is actually 20%. 20% more. So I guess this is to, to get them through. I did read a little bit of what, what this, this, this one right here is from, I think, two days ago. I did read what this is supposed to be or what they're supposed to be getting. It's supposed to be getting more uh, mine-clearing stuff. Mm-hmm. Like vehicles for mine clearing, um, some type of explosive, which right now I can't remember that uh, the name of it. To it's not the one that shoots out, but it's it's literally just for clearing trenches and mines. That was it. That was literally all they were. That was like the two big things. And Mick I'm gonna, what's that? Mick-licks? I don't know what it was. I have to go find the article again. But I was reading it this morning. I was sitting on the table, and I think this has a lot to do with the fact that there's literally no advancement on the southern front. So they're like, all right, so how about we pour a little bit of money into this? And, and it's funny is the whole UN is saying we need to start backing our, our Poland was at this UN meeting just recently, which I think the one where Zelensky is, was speaking. Yes. So, so notable about that meeting was only about half of the freaking seats were filled when Zelensky was speaking. Really? Yeah. Like there, I, I have a feeling like he's losing support and he knows it right here. You need to defeat Russia. Zelensky urges world leader. And here's the latest. That's what it's talking about. And I, I knew he's got to be losing a little bit of support, I guess, because no one's even talking about it here in America that this was even going on. No, I think we might be Amer- the Americans two, two idiots that are talking about this here. No, in we've got the elections coming up, and it's another one of those things of, hey, look over here and don't pay attention to what's happening over here. U.S. military and training for Ukrainian forces could be disrupted in the event of U.S. government shutdown. Oh, that's another reason why. That's a pretty big reason why they were jam-packing both those bills together. Mm-hmm. Because the government shutdowns, Ukraine doesn't get its funding. The government shutdowns is they can't they can't work. Mm-hmm. This is this is so crazy. I would just, this is no one's even talking about this goofy stuff. This is so stupid. But you know, there's a shutdown that's come in like seriously. It seems like every year, every year, the United States thing. government is under threat of shutdown, and it has a lot to do with our budget because we're so in debt. It's not even funny, and they just let it go. But yeah, anyways. <sighs> so, I mean, hopefully that does get approved. But I, I, I think a lot of the reason that they're losing support has to do with the territorial gains that they're just not making. 
They're not making. And we anything. were talking about yeah. this before, and I, I, I'm going to go ahead and throw it out there again because people are go ahead and put your damn tinfoil helmets on and be prepared to be offended because I'm going to say it. Out of the last three months of the offensive, out of the last three months of the offensive, Ukraine has managed to take roughly 100 square miles. That's it, 100 square miles of terrain back from the Russians. Now, that doesn't include what Russians may have taken back from the Ukrainians, but the Ukrainians have advanced 100 square miles in total over the last three months, counting countless lives, and, and God only knows how much. Now, if Ukraine was to keep up with that same pace of 100 square miles in three months, with Russia occupying approximately 40,000 square miles of Ukrainian territory, it would take Ukraine roughly 100 years to reclaim all of Ukraine at the current pace. 100 years. I know a lot of people probably don't want to hear that. I mean, I don't want to hear that. That just doesn't seem like a very exciting thing to have to sit through. Another 100 years of this. They, they are saying that this, this the Western, I would say this, this is directly Western of Verbov. They're saying this is now unconfirmed to be controlled by Ukrainians. I, 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 do you have, can you pull up the video footage from, so we, he actually, matter of fact, we filmed the video the other day and the audio was super jacked, uh, two days ago. And there's some footage that's coming out of the Northwestern port- oh, portion yeah, of Verbova. You, you grab that. And then there's also some that is on the Southeastern yeah. side of Robotine area, just directly East. Uh, so you remember this right down through here. So there's, there's a couple areas where you guys remember what we talked about. I think it was probably last week about the fact that and once they're pushing through the northern portion of Verbove, right through here on this what's it called Death Highway? What do you call the Highway of Death? The Highway of Death. The Highway of Death. This this one right through here. This little choke point is getting absolutely hammered, and when I mean absolutely hammered, I'm talking about like legitimately getting pounded by Russian artillery, especially inside of. And think about it, as they're moving through, which we're going to show inside this video. They're as they're moving through to go on to these objectives. They're having to go through wide open fields, and the only way for them to actually have a little bit of concealment is to move through the tree line. So it's not really that difficult. If you get a little bit of movement, you know it's not your side. or your, I mean, you just pound that tree line. To be, as long as you can confirm it's not, of course, Russian or Ukrainian, whichever side you're on. They are pounding it. And they are pounding it and like going to straight pound down. So that's why we're not seeing a lot of movement happening inside of these areas real quick because you're about to see this video once he sends it over to me. Okay, so this is the one down in the south, and we actually have grid coordinates to this, which, you know what, let's go ahead and pull the grid coordinates up real quick for you guys as well, just so we have that on hand. And I'd like to probably share with that, because I think it's I think it's pretty important to give you guys an understanding. Of, oh, yeah, this is the one with the beehives. Okay, so this is, once you guys <laughs> yeah. type this in, it gives you like this Ukrainian beehive image. But it's going to be, basically, as you can see, at the T-intersection of a tree line that's going to be on the directly west of Verbove. So here's Verbove right here, right in the middle right there. Here's where we're sitting. So, I mean, look at these open fields. This is why it's so slow moving. And this is that death highway, as you would, as I, we've been calling it, moving into the northwestern portion of Verbove. Okay, so I'm going to pull up this video. And this is, this is, this is of that area. So, and this is of Ukrainian forces. So, yeah, being this targeted is targeted by Russians. There you go. So, this is the terrain that they have to deal with, how easy it is for Russians to spot them and then call in indirect. And what they're doing is they're concealing. Probably a position or maybe a weapon or I don't, I don't really know. They're entirely. probably just digging in. Doing something. But the thing about concealment is when you cut them branches and all that. all They that, die eventually. They're going to die. So, but there you go. Scorched earth all up. And like, look at this. This, this is a really important one. I wanted to, this, this was it right here. Look at this. Look at that. They have a, they have a wood line. They have roads, of course, on a T intersection right here. And this is pretty much where else they're going to come from. 
Look at the amount of craters that yeah, are out look there. Look at this. This is crazy. It's like you remember that uh you remember that wow. old school kid movie Holes? Yeah. Uh, that's what that looks like. Actually, that was probably one of my favorite books. That was probably one of the only three books I read in my life was Holes. Yeah. Oh my god. So this is this is pretty much what they're having to deal with. I mean, they just it's it's really not that difficult to pinpoint and get the coordinate for this our grid location so they can actually uh just do what they're doing right here. Okay, so same deal. Russians, you're tracking the Ukrainians. But just so you guys are aware, here you go. It's going to be just north of where we were just at. So we were just down in this area. Like, literally, we just watched this. And as you can see, wow, it's actually in the same area, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Oh, here's that trench line. It was all the way across. Here's the edge of Urbove. And there's that, that road that leads out. Yep. So there you guys go. Let's go ahead and watch it. Same deal. Oh, this is just farther up on that same tree line. Yeah. We were just down here mm -hmm. from this other angle. Yeah. Looking this now, way. from a lot of the research and stuff that I've seen on that area, what it looks like is every time Ukraine is attempting to move in some of its armor vehicles, they're just getting hammered. So they're sending in a bunch of foot troops, which is the appropriate way to do it. But now those those soldiers are being met by armor and artillery, and they're just getting slammed. So there's if the, so the best way for us to, to kind of explain it, there's really no easy way into Verbove or just really anywhere because you're having to deal with this. Look at that. I hope it's not playing the, the, the dang song in the background, which I'm pretty sure that it is. That probably is. It's fun. But there's what you got going on in that area. So now you guys have an idea why there's probably not a lot of it movement on that southern side of the Because country. it's a nightmare. It's an absolute nightmare. It's a nightmare. I don't think they have the appropriate equipment um, in order to deal <laughs> with that. They just don't. Not right now, and that's why they're getting an additional $24 billion. Right. I don't know if that's really going to do very much, but we'll see. All right, so if you guys did not know, this is the busy season. This is the fall season. This is It's already inside of the swing. We, we, we know you guys need to be looking for some wholesome, convenient meals that are jam-packed for days. Now, that's going to be factored. They're America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit. They can help you guys fuel up fast with chef-prepared, dietitian-approved, ready-to-eat meals delivered straight to your door. You'll save time. You'll eat well. You'll stay on track with your healthy lifestyle. You guys are too busy this fall. I promise you guys to cook. I know it's going to be... That's it's pretty much your entire life. But you guys want to make sure you guys are eating well. Now, with Factor, you guys are going to skip the extra trip to the grocery store and the chopping, the prepping, the cleaning up, too. This is where you guys are going to get the same flavor and nutritional quality you guys actually need inside of your life. Factor's fresh, never-frozen meals are ready in just two minutes, so all you guys have to do is heat it up, enjoy, and then get back to crushing your goals. So if you guys are looking for calorie conscious options during this busy season, try the delicious dietitian-approved calorie-smart meals with around or less than 550 calories per serving with Factor. You guys can rest assured you're making a sustainable choice they offset 100 of their delivery emissions by sourcing 100 renewable electricity for their production sites and offices and feature sustainably sourced seafood inside of their meals so this september get factor and enjoy eating well without the hassle simply choose your meals and enjoy fresh flavor packed meals delivered to your door in ready just two minutes no prep no mess head over to factormeals.com forward slash stt50 and use code stt50 to get 50 percent off that's code stt50 at at factormeals.com forward slash STD50 to get your 50% off. There'll be linked in the very top descriptions. Thank you so much to Factor for sponsoring today's episode. Now, Russian soldiers are now blowing up their comrades for cash. This is great. I love this. It, I, I said, what, like a month ago that we're going to see more and more and more of this popping up as it goes along, and 100%, that's what's happening. 100%. This, this actually might help the Ukrainians a significantly... Like a, a ton, not just a, not just a small bit, but a ton. If they're trying to get a little bit of um, 
what what is it when you when you I'm 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 losing my 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 words here. It's momentum. Not not momentum, but your your instill your like not fear inside of your opponent, but like, oh my god, this is driving me nuts. Like when you're not Ideology. confident, when you're not confident that you have the ability to complete the task, and you're always worried about something. Like oh my god, come on, I got faith in you to help me out here. Because you're very intelligent. Not fear. It's not fear. I got faith uncertainty? in uncertainty. Yes, yeah, so they create the uncertainty in the ranks of the Russian military to not complete the task at hand if they're always having to deal with being killed by some random person. So first let's talk about what actually happened on this. And 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 then I wanted to get back on that because that's actually really important. I actually have a different train of thought on why this is happening. Okay. Right. So the, the this partisan group recruited out of the Russian ranks um a, a member of the Russian military. Right to and this was several several weeks in planning. Right, so they they go they recruit this guy and they like hey we want you to target Russian soldiers. They give him a twenty kilo uh, ID, and the guy waits until these Russian soldiers are mounting the truck in the morning. Puts the ID in between it, walks away, and Bob's your uncle ends up taking out like two LMTB style trucks filled with Russian soldiers, kills them. Right now, interesting part is that they're actually going to exchange in money and relocation for doing things like this, right? So we had the helicopter happen, and there's another article up there that talks about the Sevastopol attack that we'll bring up in a minute where partisans took place in that as well. But to me, the ideology and the uncertainty has absolutely nothing to do. I think these soldiers actually don't believe in what they're doing. I don't believe they do. Because numerous times, it doesn't matter you know what conflict or country, you know, there's lots of soldiers that will that will charge forward on the battlefield and die for their cause because they know it's a right and a just cause, right? If the Taliban came to you and offered you a half a million dollars to plant an IED in between two of your buddies' trucks, would you do it? No. What if the Taliban said you could relocate? I wouldn't. Right, and there's not very few. Bo Bergdahl thought it'd be a great idea to yeah. go into fact, right? But we're not going to spin off on that. So that ideology is already in place amongst those Russian ranks, and they're just going out and finding the right people to do it. That's my belief on that. I, I don't think that they're literally buying these guys off. I don't think that's the case. I think they really don't believe that what they're doing is right. And so they're converting, and they're going over, and they're helping out the other side. Hmm. That's what I think. Now, I'm actually reading through this, but it doesn't actually say how many there It doesn't. Are. So it could be like one guy that's making a big... It can't be just one guy that's pulling this all off by himself. No, it's not one. It's, it's an entire network. So I did a, a little bit of research into this, and it's an entire network. That's it right there, the Atesh network. Atesh, yeah. Yeah, and they're going around, and they're, they're the ones that are doing this. Now, they're collecting intelligence on the battlefield, so they're going around, and they're reporting different locations. Yeah, it's fun. Look it up. They're going around, they're collecting intelligence on the battlefield and reporting it back to the Ukrainian military, which is allowing them to target some of the movement. They're reporting Russian troop movement from behind the front line. So a lot of the stuff that's coming out of Melitopol, um, Berdyansk, uh, you know, you name it, a lot of the troop movements that are coming out of there is nothing more than the Atesh uh, movement that's on the ground that's re recording and reporting this stuff up to wow. allow the targeting and stuff to take place now. When you look at what happened in Sevastopol, the interesting part about Sevastopol is it wasn't just it wasn't just uh, uh, the Ukrainian military that was involved. It wasn't just the Atesh that was involved. The Ukrainian military, or not the Ukrainian, but the Russian military itself was also involved in that and, and the planning of it, believe it or not. 
So the Tesh is claiming that they had gone in and they had recruited several people within the Russian Navy to report on what the uh, missions of those particular ships were that were going out the sub and the ship, what the missions of them were in order to to develop like kind of an attack strategy to have the most bang for their buck when they went to go over and, and, and blow them. How wild is that? And there's an article on that that I, I sent over to you. It should be linked. It actually keeps going on. We got Russian soldiers working as double agents are killing their comrades for cash and a chance to live abroad. That is how bad that these guys do not want to live inside of Russia. They're willing to get paid. You're correct. To leave. This was, I don't know when this one was posted. This is, this is really recent. Oh, September yeah. 19th. Oh, wow. That's actually yesterday. This is actually posted yesterday. Ukrainian partisan group says uh, that Russian soldiers are now increasingly um, cooperating with them. This is, this is the, the Atesh guerrilla group. This is in, interesting. Uh, one such agent successfully carried out an attack on Russian military bases past week. And, and what he was talking about a second ago with the Russians leaving the the base inside of, what was that, Crimea? Sevastopol. Sevastopol. Excuse me. Sevastopol. That's 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 pretty interesting because that's in the that's in the area that the Russian or the Ukrainians believe they're going to be able to make it down to. I don't know if that's going to be the case. So, well, what they're saying is that because that base that that dock where all that happened at where the the sub and the ship got sank, the partisans are essentially targeting the barracks down there now because that's where they're training some of the Russian Navy folks that do different dive operations and whatnot. So now they're looking at that that place in Sevastopol of being um, a valid military target for some drone attacks, cruise missiles, you know, something of that nature to take that barracks out because it's a, it's a, a training center for the Russians that are launching attacks in Ukraine. I, so, I wonder how big Atesh is and who's actually, this seems like, this almost seems like a, a they've a, got a telegram channel. They've got everything. Like well, I was saying this almost seems like a job that you would see that like the U S like special forces working with like a hundred percent. Weird. Yeah. <laughs> does it not? Or not? <laughs> it kind of does. Is it not? I don't know. That's just me. Seems like real small guerrilla warfare tactics seem like to be the seems like it to is. be something of the United States special operations. It, special is, forces. it is the natural course of war. If you really think about it, this is the same stuff that the Taliban was doing towards us. Yeah. Right. When we were in their country or AQI was doing when we were when we were in Iraq. I mean, it's all the same crap. It's just in a different form. And it's extremely and so it's a, hard to get rid of it's extremely difficult it's like it's almost extremely impossible difficult. and you know like the, the, those insider attacks that are taking place like inside those russian military bases it's also reported that um some of these attacks of like it are just burning down certain things on military bases now that's not that's in lviv that's from uh what was it uh uh airstrike uh cruise uh, no cruise? the drone attack oh, okay. last night which i think is i think is incredibly ironic timing because Shogu went to Iran um, yesterday oh. or the day before. Okay. So I saw a whole bunch of thing on that. Yeah. So Shogu goes to Iran and they use the Iranian drones to target Lviv on the same day that Shogu goes to Iran. So I think, and, and if you look at the last time Lviv was attacked, there's, there's no real legitimate military targets downtown in Lviv. It's just not there. You know, there's, there's nothing of real strategic importance inside of Lviv. Um, you know, they're saying that, the Russians are claiming that they blew up like a tank factory or some crap. And the Ukrainians are saying, no, you blew up a, a crap ton of humanitarian aid um, in that strike, which is, is ridiculous to me. And Lviv's so old, like you're just destroying so much history inside that city every time you let a bomb go off in it. So I, I, I read something this morning that it, stayed, this was a, it came out today. About five days ago, Putin was dismissing the nonsense rumors that North Korean soldiers are actually going to be 
put into a deploying and participation of this whole special military operation. And I read this morning that there's a there was a possibility you can start seeing. I don't know how true this is. And put 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 your tin hat hat on here, that uh, you could start seeing Iran, North Korea, or excuse me, yeah, Iran, North Korea, and Russia start running drills together, mm-hmm. which that was going to be the precursor for them starting to maneuver some North Korean troops over into Ukraine. Now, I, if that were that is that is something I don't believe ever. If that were to happen, that is a little bit more than just. I don't think Russia versus Ukraine. I don't think North Korean soldiers will ever leave North Korea. Like when you look at the amount of control that's like over top of them inside of that country, they only have a couple TV programs inside of that country. They're all state ran. You know, like if your house is on fire in North Korea, you got to go save the picture of Kim Jong Un off your wall before you save your own children. Like this is all real shit that takes place over there. Like their their head is so far up their own butt. I really just don't see them. Risking because the moment a Russian or a Ukrainian or they get a hold of a cell phone in another country and they get access to information and that makes it back into North Korea, it would cripple their entire freaking system. It would cripple it. I don't see them doing that. There's no freaking way, man. I Oh, by the way, I saw this as well this morning, which popped up on the same feed, but apparently Aiden Ross is going to be interviewing Kim Jong-un. Do you know who he is? Who's Aiden Ross? He's a live stream guy that's been, he started off a couple years ago and is now crushing it. He does like really crazy stuff. I don't really know. Anyway, just thought I would throw that out there. Really I can't random. wait to watch that. If that, that's an actual thing, that'd be like literally me or you inter- interviewing Kim Jong-un. I would like love Like randomly that. as hell. There's would, some random guy. I would love that. I don't know if that's like, it's actually really happening. Oh, God. I know I know man. that uh, Mr. Ung just, he actually got back with, uh, from, look at this picture. I, can, I just got to post, look at, the, look at this picture of him. Oh, no. Look, like, this guy right here should not be the one that we're worried about. Like, look at him. Yeah, we're not. Just to be <laughs> clear, we're not. But he has made it back from uh, his trip in Russia where he deeply, or excuse me, he deepened his fellowship and friendly ties with Mr. Putin. That's how you know you're on the right side of the aisle right there. Dude, you're, how sad is your life that you got to reach out to Kim Jong-un and ask for help? Like, you gotta, you got to be freaking... That's, that, that's it. you got to be hurting. You know, now speaking of my, uh, are you, are you North Korean counterparts here? There's a piece I want to share with you guys that are talking about how the, how the, how the North Koreans, I don't know if they're, they're talking about the fact that they're really, they got some quality missiles, like they're really good at what they do, or if they're really terrible, I don't really know. Cause it's very strange, but North Korea's missiles are currently capable of reaching the coast of the United States, which is very laughable in itself, but that's what they're talking about here on Russian state TV. Now, and the fact that they make launches regularly and they don't hit anywhere, they're under fire or over fire, or do they hit where they aim? So that is actually a question that no one actually knows. Now, the last time that they flew, or excuse me, the last time that they did one of these exercises, they deliberately detonated the cruise missiles that flew over Japan and into the Pacific to demonstrate its guidance. Like, congratulations. You could you can orient a cruise missile in the direction of Japan. That doesn't impress me. You know what I mean? Like, it, it just doesn't. Now, they did do some nuclear testing underground a couple of years ago. Do you remember that? Uh, no, I, I, I remember seeing images of them being built. Now I, ha- I haven't, I haven't saw this one either. See this, this always oh, Russia, China, North Korea, excuse me, not Iran. So this is, this is what it is. That's what we need. A good idea. This is what they're wanting to do guys. A joint exercise between Russia, China and North Korea. Great idea, especially the defense of Asia Pacific regions coastline, which relates to China, North Korea and Russia. Look at this guy. 
There's no way this guy's actually wearing that out there, is it? Yeah, he is. He's sweeping for mines, man. He is. Nothing want, on his feet where he's going to step on a mine. Yeah, but just, he's got shoulder pads. Just on, want so you yeah. guys to know that that is not. If, if he steps on a mine, I don't know what is going to help him right there. Oh, wow. That's pretty good. Um, anyway, they said something we mostly fear in the event of a large-scale war with the United States. We have not many people in the Far East, including military personnel. There are not enough people and not enough troops. So, I don't know if I've ever seen that word before. What word is that? Symbiosis. Symbiosis. I'm not even kidding. What does that even mean? I'm not even, like, I'm not even, do you know what that means? I believe it's like uh, working you know in what? conjunction safely. What does symbiosis mean? Interaction between two different organisms living in close physical association. I sincerely have never used or read that word in a sentence in my entire 33 years of living. Mm-hmm. Or maybe I haven't. I just don't know because I'm an idiot. I think you have. You think so? Yeah. Okay. So symbiosis of our Air Force component with North Korea troops would be just right. Militarily, it's a great idea. Politico, military, it's just also a great idea. So what these guys are pretty much claiming or stating is they want to see North Korean. I want to see it. North Korea, China, Russia. I want to see a massive joint exercise. I would love to watch that. You guys got to admit, that would be nothing more than... Imagine the communication between the two. Or the this three. is exactly where I was going to go with it. You know, in NATO, we have a standard language. Imagine the communication. That'd be funny. Oh, yeah. Well, no. Yeah, of course. Like, (laughs) imagine this. Imagine this on the radio dead. All right, move up. And they would would move up because I don't know what they're even saying. No, I don't understand. (laughs) This would be fantastic. I would love to see I would love to watch all these. And that's how people don't realize is sure, you can have a counterpart where you guys can like hang out, chill, and be like, all right, so this is where you're going to go. This is what your objective is. But when you're like trying to maneuver three different elements that are speaking three different languages onto one element, or one on excuse me on a one target. It's it's this this would be the most comical thing ever. Plus, a lot of the NATO systems they all interface together. You don't have that, especially in North Korea. They're not going to interface with shit. You know what I mean? This like North Korea is just going to be like Leroy Jenkins running across the battlefield with their bayonets because they don't have bullets. But then again, Russia doesn't have artillery and they got it from North Korea, so maybe they have bullets. I don't know. But I'm I'm just yeah. No, it would be a nightmare. It'd be a train wreck. And I really hope that they do put out propaganda videos from it because they are going to be. Amazing. Oh my God. They, the West, are very afraid that North, or excuse me, that Korean servicemen will appear on the border with Ukraine. We are apparently asking a lot of questions. It's been talked about for a long time. Please do. There is not a single, this is the first time I think I've ever brought it up over the last two years. And no one's been talking about North Koreans entering and fighting inside of the war. Please do it. Oh my God. But it takes the political will of two leaders for North Korean soldiers to appear on the Ukrainian front and it's necessary with our command system tactics and strategy look at this guy he's he's absolutely just loving his life out there this guy definitely smokes a carton of marbles every single day yeah apparently he just eats white rice so he'll get along great with the north koreans now to create a unified army management system like the collective security treaty organization okay this is going to be good where are we going with this one as for taking north korean soldiers who don't know russian and sending them to the front for what just meat no point. Oh, okay. Mm. So now they're not for. They're. I mean, they're not gonna. Yeah, they're gonna. If they, oh, take, right there. They just said what we just said. Yeah, they just said what we just said. North Korean soldiers, you can't put them on the front because they don't know Russian. It would just be putting them as meat. That's yeah, what exactly. Said. It's just sending them in a meat grinder. It's let them do it. It's but I guess laughable. you could. It could be kind of funny. Send it. 
Uh, what's he? What's he complaining about? Go one more down. I just got. I'm just. You kidding. like this guy? He looks like he's on a rant. He's always on a rant. I love this. This guy's great. All right. So you want to? I don't know what he's talking about. Something about submarines. Oh, this must be for the other day. Uh, because we cannot systematically considering how to revenge on you. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. So he wants revenge on the submarine. So <laughs> yeah. I'm going to go out on a limb here and say that he wants to have tactical nukes. This is our main guy. I love this guy. Whenever he pops up on the feed, I have to watch his stuff. I hope he says unleash North Korea. That's <laughs> he says, we need to take action. I'm not going to be suggest how, but the, the Laura shark, the submarine has been ready for a long time, which I'm going to assume the submarine has nuclear capabilities on it. You want to sure. bet? You want to bet? Here we go. Here we go. I've, I've already, I already know what he's going to say. So we have to pose adequate threats in the completely asystematical way. We cannot respond system or excuse me, symmetrically because Ukraine has, what's that? We can't respond in kind because Ukraine doesn't have subs. Yes. Okay. That's essentially what he says. That's actually what he says. Has neither submarines nor landing ships. There is nothing to talk about. The fact at the same time, as I understand it, we dealt a fairly powerful blow to Ukraine's port infrastructure. Our Suos patriotic bloggers are even keeping quiet about this just in case. What is what is he talking about? Which port did they make a ma- massive blow to? Because oh, the only port that I thought they hit was the one up inside of Poland. Oh, no, on the edges of Poland. No, it wasn't Poland, was it? Well, Odessa. They've been slamming oh. on Odessa for a while, and then over by Romania, they that was shot that's, that, that's what I'm talking that about. one, but at the same time... Dude, you freaking wrecked their entire country. Like, kiss off. Yeah. You know? Like, yeah. Dude, why is that guy so angry all the time? I don't know why he's always like that. Like, that's, like, have you ever seen him smile? Or no, laugh? No, I've never. No, he's Like, he's always, he just sits there and he's just, look at his, like, even look at his verbiage. Show a rascal who took a dump on Europe. <laughs> like, he's just <laughs> such an angry human. Oh, like, my God. There's no joy in his life. I bet you even when he's like, if he is married, like even when he's banging out with his wife, it's like angry sex, you know, like just head against the freaking board, just pounding her head against it, you know, just probably what would be considered marital rape in the United States. That's well, probably what happens in his house. Like he's wow. just a horrible human being. I, I, we went there. You went there. You did go there. Okay. I should probably edit that out. I don't I mean that's on you. I don't, I don't, I'm here for you. Whatever you want to do. Whatever you like to do. Well, I hope you guys had enjoyed this episode. I do appreciate everything you've done for this country. And uh, go check out the link at the very top of the description. It'll be with Factor Meals. I do love you guys. Thank you so if much. You, if you're not doing shit for this country, we got, we we got, got problems. We got problems. You got to do something, you problems. guys. Pay your bills. Yeah. Or do something else. Do stop, love you guys. Stop buying bags of fudge rounds. That's. Don't be a packer. Yeah. I, don't know, I don't know where we're going with this. All right, yeah. guys, we're out. <laughs> oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Get ahead of the postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM.